Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Good morning, and welcome back to the podcast. I am joined with some awesome people today. In the dark, we have Rebecca Sargent. Rebecca! Hello! Hello! <laughs> we also have with us Stephanie Nobles. Hi! Hey, friends! <laughs> and the great Pastor Anthony Braswell. Get on hey, all the way from Youngsville, North Carolina, <laughs> aka Virginia. <laughs> um, I enjoyed doing our hypothetical questions last week, Those and I want to do some more. So we got some more for today, and we'll see how it goes. Everybody ready? And the first one we're starting off with is. Assuming you don't get seasick, what would your dream sailboat or boat look like, and what would you name it? I wish this was a video podcast so you could see my face right now. What kind of question is this? (laughs) Uh, A big one, so I could bring all my friends, and I would name it... I don't even know. Come sail away. I don't know. Some sticks lyrics. <laughs> That's all I got this morning. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's good. I would want mine to be big enough to have a jet ski on the back. So when you're out, you just want to jet ski. It would lower the jet ski down in the water. You around, And I'd want LED lights all around the bottom of it. So it changes the color of the light. So the water would change colors all around it. Um, It would be big enough to have a couple of uh, rooms downstairs. So you could, uh, mine's more of a yacht than a sailboat. I know, that's what I was thinking. I like it though. Sailboat or boat. Yours sounds like a party bus, but the boat version. Yeah. And I would call it visitation. Uh, That way when someone from the church calls and says, hey, what are you doing? I could say, hey, I'm out on visitation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny i wow. i like the idea of a big boat as well so you can like have yes. friends and stuff like the comfort at sea you know and then right. My, right. my boat would be called see ya but it would be spelled s-e-a oh that's <laughs> oh i like that i like that I'll be honest, I think I gravitated to that question because I was like almost 100% sure, certain that Pastor was going to say the Disney cruise ship. I thought he was just going to want that entire <laughs> oh, That thing. would be awesome. Yeah. I changed my mind. I want the Disney cruise ship. <laughs> I know. If I could get some kind of like 24-7 buffet situation up there, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, on the Royal Caribbean, it's called the Windjammer Cafe. That's what you want oh. is the Windjammer. <laughs> Windjammer Cafe. Cool. All right. Next question. And these are a little bit more random last week, I think. So this is going to be interesting. If you could control one aspect of your body that is usually auto-regulated, example, body temperature, digestion, heart rate, et cetera, what system would you control? Oh, whatever controls my sweating. I would shut that down. <laughs> That's good. Same. We live in North Carolina. So even in the winter, I'm like hot. I'm going to go with metabolism. Because oh, actually, that's a great one. Stopped. <laughs> okay, yes. And I feel like maybe if my metabolism was higher, my sweating would be lower. <laughs> maybe. Yes, I like that idea. I need to fire that system back up. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, mine would be temperature as well. Yeah, I hate sweating. Can you get uh, a metabolism 
system transplant. <laughs> I mean, they have like supplements and stuff that are supposed yeah. to boost your metabolism, but I see what you're saying. Like, let's just start over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I hit the 45 and mine went. <laughs> All right. Jonathan's sitting there like, I don't understand what you old people are talking about. I still have a metabolism. I know. Are, you're not old. Rude. None of you are old. Rude. Oh my God. Um, if you could choose any vehicle to drive around for a couple of hours, which vehicle would you choose? I want one of those, uh, I think they're called spiders. It's the motorcycle that's got the two wheels up front that was in G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. I really uh, want to rent one of those and drive that around. Interesting, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm, you'll appreciate this, Jonathan, and I'm probably stealing yours, um, but the Batmobile from the Dark Knight, but like the motorcycle with the crazy wheels. Ooh, that's flips all one. around. Nice. Flip over them. Or jump. Yeah, use, <laughs> use, use your jets. There you go. Steph, what about you? Oh, man, I don't know. But your answers have inspired me to think maybe in Bumblebee from Transformers. Oh, snap. Oh, How also, fun would that be? Oh. I don't have to yes. drive. I can just be there. That. And then if I were to come upon a sticky situation, he could transform and I could fly through the air and then he could catch me back like in Transformers 3. That's my favorite part. Yeah. I, I have wow. another one. I want to change my answer. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. What you got? A lot of tension in our world today, right? Yeah. I think I could solve some of it. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. What if I drove around in a taco truck and just gave out free tacos? Tacos you make people happy. And free tacos make people even happier. You know, not a lot of long-term um, productivity there. <laughs> short-term happiness that yes. could lead towards some long-term right. yes i feel like you could diffuse a tense situation so like whenever there's like a tense situation and a standoff <laughs> you hear it from a distance no your taco truck would 100 percent be your blues clues thing <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden people would be like Free tacos. Let's go over here. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah, let's take a breath and let's come together for tacos. That's a great idea, actually. Wow. Oh, Those are all good. I don't think I was prepared for how good y'all's answers were going to be. Well, I was going to change oh. mine, too, but then Pastor Anthony's talking about diffusing tension, and I was like, it's technically, is wearing Iron Man suit, is that technically driving it? <laughs> are you manning oh, it? Does that, that count? Because cool. I'm going to change it. I'm sure it, it, it can be classified as some sort of vehicle. Vehicle, so, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's the city my that we live, if you're if you're watching, if you're listening to this in Cambodia, the city <laughs> that we live has just passed an ordinance, I suppose, where it's required that we have masks when we go in public, face coverings. I feel like I'm going to get an Iron Man mask. What if you just wore an Iron Man helmet? Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. As long as your yeah. mouth and nose are covered. Oh, I'm. It I'm can't. totally going to see if I can find a, an Iron Man helmet. Um, Jonathan has one. He does. I do. <laughs> I borrowed one from the nursery to wear to a movie, um, but I don't know where that is anymore. I returned it. I was telling me the other day, you know, so many of the futuristic movies, um, everybody wears helmets and masks. You think like Star Wars, like all the Stormtroopers and Cobra Commander and all these people like futuristic, they, they you know, have have masks maybe they 
Maybe they had a prophetic thought. Maybe. <laughs> Star one Wars. day we would always be wearing some masks. Star Wars there. and Pastor Jonathan's got some some thoughts on that over there. <laughs> I see a- his mind spinning. Did you say Star Wars is a bad example? Yeah, because all the people wearing masks and helmets and stuff in Star Wars are the bad people. <laughs> Maybe they're the cautious people. Yeah, but oh, they still didn't end up good for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one more. If you could choose anyone in the world to become friends with, who would you choose? This is tough. This is Bob Golf. Uh, oh, I was oh, about to say, I'm already happy. friends with the best people in the world. Oh, oh that's great. Wow. Baby. That's so wow. sweet. That's what Bob I golf. said. That's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't say Bob Golf. He said all y'all. <laughs> I, I said all y'all. This isn't to replace your friends. It's just in addition. In addition oh, okay. to, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's tough. I think I would want to be friends with Chris Pratt. He he just, I felt he'd make you laugh every second. Mm-hmm. He seems like a very down-to-earth person. Gosh, I don't know. That's a tough question. It really is. I keep, I feel I, in my head, I would like Lin-Manuel Miranda popped up because that's because somebody sent Grace in a Hamilton trailer this morning. So I like, mm-hmm. it's fresh on my mind. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy Fallon. Cause he's mm-hmm. like a lot of fun, but he Ooh, also knows good. a lot of people. So you can make even more friends. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Very good. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say James Corden would be fun, too, because you could just do carpool karaoke all the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if you were ever in the back seat when he did that, you would also make friends. Yes. Every time. Hmm. (laughs) Very good. Y'all have good answers. I'm proud of you. I'm glad to be friends with you all. Steph, I'm going to say your your Transformer answer, I feel like that's one of the best Mm -hmm. answers you can have because they can change into different cars and vehicles. So you basically have everything. So. I was mostly going for it because it drives for me. Yeah. <laughs> Forget I'll the laundry. I feel like if I was in Bumblebee when Bumblebee transformed, I really believe it would make me motion sick. And I don't want that. I don't know. That scene from Transformers 3 is amazing like it got me so hyped up in the theaters i'm gonna link it in the show notes for all of you but you've got to see it he goes flying through that air and then bumblebee just transforms back and catches them and puts them right back in the driver's seat and it was awesome this is when i wish it was a video call so everyone could see your description every time you talk about it (laughs) you know some of the greatest sound effects were in the transformers movie i always think about when they're transforming those sounds so Uh cool like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will do a video podcast one day so we can capture all of these these aesthetics there that's awesome um so this past sunday was father's day yeah. we celebrated yeah. our fathers all men and we had a panel with pastor anthony uh this past sunday we had zane smithley marcus bryant and stacy betts um, and I just want to go into, you know, that was really open dialogue. Um, it, we're continuing our, our series, Be the Bridge. And 
just from from that panel and that conversation, I just wanted us to kind of bring up what were some things. There's a lot of wisdom at that table. Uh, what were some things that you were able to glean from this past week's uh, sermon from what everybody was uh, talking about? Those guys did a great job, by the way. I'm so did. proud of them. They really did. Um, something that stood out for me was, I think everybody agreed and and was very supportive of this, but I think it was Stacy who brought it up about how important it was for him to have his kids in the room when they're having important conversations. And, you know, obviously based on your ki- your child's age, you've got to kind of adjust that conversation to help them understand what they need to understand at that time. Or, you know what I mean? You, you know, you don't want to have that same conversation that you'd have with a 17 year old that you'd have with a five year old, you know, that's different, but um, he just talked about the importance of having tough conversations and great conversations and basically including your children at every stage um, to help them understand God and your family and the world better and how to be a better person in all of those roles. And I love that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. Something else that I liked as well um, was that a father doesn't, a father figure doesn't have to be your actual father, right? As someone that grew up and has grown up most of her life without her father, I've had lots of wonderful father figures in my life, Pastor Anthony. um, You spoke about how you pour into Grayson, Grayson pours into Micah. You, you also poured into me, you know what I mean? You invested a lot in me and I appreciate that so much and have other friends, fathers who, you know, invested in me. So I think that that's really important that you don't have to be a father to be a father figure to someone, you know, you can be their uncle or a friend or, um, you know, just pour into them and encourage them and help, you know, guide them. And I think that's really important too. Yeah. I think, and Stacy even said it, God sends you people at different times in your life uh, that help you in different seasons. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. You know, I, I know uh, growing up, I had my dad and then, you know, I had my brother and, and then um, there were some great men in our church that were there in some critical moments in my life. And then I went to college and other men. So it was just all through the life, my life, God just kind of inserts people to kind of help me in this next season. Yeah. So men and women, you know, we specifically talked about fathers and men, uh, but that's so true for everything because Absolutely. you know you guys say nice things about me investing in you guys, but I am the man I am today because of the three of you. You know, you 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 invest in my life and you push and uh, inspire and and it's a it's it's just a beautiful thing. It's 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 certainly give and take. We'll be right back after the short break after we all go and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. And uh, so that's, true. you know, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I think so one of the, sorry. No, you, you go ahead. I was going to say, I think one of the biggest things I was able to glean was when Zane was talking about his son and how he was almost able to trade his sister for a camel. 
So that was the biggest <laughs> impact. <laughs> I couldn't believe he let him go to Syria at 16 and 17. Right. I'm like, pretty crazy. holy jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> I think I missed that in the conversation. It wasn't until we were listening to the service yesterday that I heard him say their ages, and I'm like, what? I didn't, I didn't miss that. Yeah. Right, yeah, crazy. yeah. So here's what I would say to do the people that have made such an impact on your life, do they know it? Do we take the opportunity to communicate to those people what a fundamental impact they make in us? Um, and I'm not sure we always do that. I don't, I'm not sure that the people who have invested in us along the way, that, that, we, that we actually stop long enough um, and affirm them for that. Um, I think I think we should take that opportunity because sometimes I don't think we know it until we look back. Right. Like our teachers in high school, you certainly are not in a presence of mind during that season to let them know what an impact they've made on your life. It's not really until you get a little distance that you realize, gosh, that teacher that I couldn't stand so much really was pushing me to just be a better version of myself. Um, I know I had to go back to high school teachers after I even graduated from college and, and apologize to some teachers and thank some teachers, you know, and, and, and that was kind of a big moment uh, for me. But I, I do think we should take the opportunity to affirm the people that have made such an impact on our life. I think, yeah, absolutely. Number one, just to show gratitude and how much that changes people's perspectives, even yours. Like when you're telling somebody, thank you, it does something for your heart and um, it does something for them too. It encourages them. And I, and obviously I would say most of these people investing in our lives are doing it out of love and support and not because they ever expect anything in return. But when we do express gratitude, I think it provides a sense of confirmation or an affirmation and um, encouragement so they continue to invest in other people like just having an inkling that hey what I've done is not a waste let me continue to be consistent and doing that for other people too and that like that changes the world after a while too you know it's a ripple effect absolutely so good I don't know why pastor when you said that when you're talking about you know letting people in your life know how much they mean I don't know why but this came up in my head so in, in your words, imagine in the high def theater of your mind. I love when you say that. Uh, for some reason, like this came to my head visually. So like, imagine the people who have the most impact in your life are like paintings in a museum. And the people who've had the most impacts are like bigger paintings, right? And I was just thinking like, I have all these people. And then I, honestly, my mom would be like one of the biggest influences in my life. So she'd be, she'd take up like a huge space in there. She's but got a mural on museum, a wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine that museum of paintings of influential people in your life never being seen by the people that you have painted on the wall. That's kind of how, when you said that, that's kind of how I felt. I'm like, I don't think my mom's ever truly seen that big painting that I have of her in my mind, like how I think of her. Does that make sense? Oh, as soon as you good. said that, I was like, yeah. if they only knew how big of an impact they have by like, like if I could visually show them, like, I don't know. It's just, it's not proportional to the way they have impacted my life and how much I actually let them know, I guess is kind of had a conviction there. And what's funny is we'll communicate that to other people, but for some reason we don't communicate it to them. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it, it would be like me telling Rebecca, Pastor Andy, so awesome. He impressed right. me, but never saying it to you. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, he doesn't right. say it to me either, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'll say kidding. that to both of you. <laughs> I'm just right. kidding. And to Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, really, personally, for me, too, like, I can I can brag on my mom and tell her that, but I think, so, so you're like you said, I sometimes brag about her to other people before I even brag on her or brag about her to herself. So. Mom, if you're listening, you're great. You're the biggest influence <laughs> of my life, and I love you. Delane, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so, um, as far as this upcoming Sunday, we're continuing this conversation, this series, Be the Bridge, Filling the Gap. Um, and I just, I love where this conversation is continuing, continuing to go. So, Pastor, what do we have to look forward to this upcoming Sunday? We have a guest speaker. Pastor Chris Sloan from Vero Beach, Florida, is going to be our guest speaker on our online worship experience this week. Um, We are talking about bridging the gap to those in our community who are far from Jesus. And we say this phrase a lot at North Park, God's called us to pastor a city. Uh, And if there's anybody who does that well in their community, it's Pastor Chris Sloan. Um, He does a fantastic job of leading his congregation to love on the people of their city. And so when I was thinking about who could I bring in to talk about bridging the gap to your city, to your community, um, he just came to my mind. And so he is going to be on our live um, online experience this weekend. I'm excited. He's hilarious. Yeah. He is. He is. So we encourage you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we continue Be the Bridge week four and we hope you have a fantastic rest of your week i'd also like to say pay attention to his wardrobe choice during the end of the broadcast stay to the end oh no (laughs) i know what's coming but we won't spoil it for our listeners (laughs) well that's all the time we have for today just a reminder for our listeners we release these episodes every wednesday and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast for more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode visit northparkrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.